Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Welcome everyone to the Housing Signal podcast brought to you by Live Explore. I'm your co-host, Sean Payne. I'm your other co-host, Isaiah Chass, and today we're here with Zachary Cashel, founder and managing partner with Marin Sonoma Impact Ventures. Zach, thank you so much for coming. Isaiah, thanks for having me, Sean. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Thank you so much for coming up here. Uh, so kind of let's jump into it. Yeah. What is uh, Marin Sonoma Impact Ventures? Yeah, so MSIV is a local social enterprise here in the North Bay, and our goal is to kickstart a local job creation renaissance here in our North Bay community. So in the community, we have so many things going for us here, but even though we have very high levels of intellectual capital in our community, we're actually not creating jobs um, at a leading clip. If you look at the North Bay, and specifically MSIV focuses on Marin and Sonoma County, because we view the 101 corridor from Sausalito up to Cloverdale as kind of the marketplace and the region that we are focused on, um, the North Bay has lagged the rest of the state of California and the rest of the Bay Area counties in terms of job creation. And when you're failing to create jobs in a community at a healthy clip, you're failing to have things like economic mobility, you're failing to create opportunities for people at all into the socioeconomic spectrum, you fail to have an economic multiplier in a community that does good things for businesses, for people, um, and the reality here is that we're a very affluent community, Marin and Sonoma County, but next to all that affluence, we have way too many people living below the poverty line. In Marin and Sonoma County, it's about 64,000 of our 750,000 residents are living below the federally mandated poverty line. And we all know, being in Northern California, that that's not the statistic really to look at necessarily. Right, it's right. much more expensive to live here. So we want to kickstart a job creation renaissance that ultimately paves the economic future for this community and means that our kids can live here, grow up here, and have job opportunities. That is why MSIV exists. And yeah, we can talk more about how we're looking to go do that. Holy cow. Yeah, that was a lot, I know. This, no, no, yeah. this is going to be such a cool podcast. I might as well just throw the questions away because there's, there's so much to unpack here. There's so many ways we could go with that. Uh, that's that's uh, So first of all, like, why is there this lack? Because it just seems like it's a, it's a natural fit where we're like hour, hour and a half from Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. So, so uh, and I've heard in the past that this area is somewhat thought, I think I've heard more like Marin County is thought of like a talent pool for, for coders, coders and things yeah. of that nature. And I think Silicon Valley looks yeah. up there to pull talent. So, so why do we not have more start like startups here and, 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 and VCs that way looking in this area? Well, that's exactly the question I was asking oh, myself oh, okay. in 2015 when I came came to the North Bay. So uh, I came to the North Bay to work at a company called Glassdoor, mm -hmm. which is one of the most successful startup companies uh, to come out of the North Bay over the last 15 years. From 2008 to 2018, uh, Glassdoor went from zero to roughly 500 employees in Marin County. And over that same time frame, went from zero to a $1.2 billion exit. Um, so a startup success story, and I was going to work every day right on Richardson Bay, living the, the North Bay dream, and I had just come from Cisco down in San Jose, one of the iconic kind of Silicon Valley companies, where my job was to host economic development delegations from all over the world who'd come and they'd pitch us, you know, to build a factory in their province, right? So right. when I got up here, I had on my economic development hat, and I was trying to figure out why did the modern incarnation of Silicon Valley go from San Jose in the south to the Presidio of San Francisco in the north, seemingly last decade went east to Oakland, Emeryville, Berkeley? Why was the 101 corridor from Sausalito up to Cloverdale kind of this left-behind corridor when it came to startup companies and job creation? So that's what kind of got obsessed by that question that ultimately led to the founding of MSIV. But to much more directly answer your question, Sean, as to why, I think it, it hasn't been a priority for this community. If you look at all the things we had care about in the community, what are our elected officials prioritizing? Um, economic development and job creation is just not very high on that list. And where you'd have you know, lots of other regions per perhaps rolling out the red carpet for businesses that want to grow here, it's not that we're doing things overtly um, hostile, uh, but it's not prior it's, a, it's there's been a lack of prioritization here in the community um, and for that reason we've persisted in mainly Marin County being a bedroom community where people live there but don't work there 
Uh, and in Sonoma County, slightly different challenges here, um, but mainly we've had lots of companies that have grown and built here in Sonoma County uh, who ultimately don't stay here, um, or after they get acquired, the jobs move out, or new leadership comes in, which we could talk more about. Right, um, right. So that's what we're looking to, to change. Ultimately, if you are a local entrepreneur and you want to build what I call the next great North Bay company, uh -huh. and pick your North Bay company, right? The next Keysight, or the next Amy's Kitchen, or the next BioMarino, the next Restoration Hardware, or the next Autodesk. We've had some iconic companies, Lucasfilm, right? right. We've had some iconic companies born in the North Bay and grow in the North Bay. We want to provide resources and help for that next generation of entrepreneur who says, I don't just want to build a successful company. I want to build it here in the North Bay and ultimately be that next job creator that we're talking about. Very cool. Very cool. The, uh, very interesting. We, we, there's a huge need for housing. Yep. And, and I, I have a feeling that uh, some of our uh, uh, the people that we run up against in these type of sure. it, it's just, you know, pro development, you know, I mean, uh, uh, people that just don't want change. Right. Yep. Like and I think that's 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 what these smaller communities in the North Bay uh, are really facing is that we have to adapt that way. And there's this small, small but loud contingency in every one of these communities that really doesn't want change. And often they're the ones that can stifle it because uh, they have the time and things of that nature uh, to to uh, to be loud. When when there's younger generations that really need, whether it's housing or business development, things of that nature, we need that. But uh, uh, they're really busy just like raising their family and just trying trying to build their business right now and things of that nature. I, so. I think that's right. And what I want to also try to do is, you know, I think about real estate development and economic development as related but distinct items. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I think in this conversation here in the community, I think the two have gotten totally conflated. So mm -hmm. when I say I want to promote local economic development, you know, that inevitably brings up a conversation around housing. It inevitably brings up a conversation sure. about traffic and people coming in. And what actually I'm talking about is um, economic development to me is making sure that that woman in Petaluma can find a job in Petaluma, mm -hmm. making sure the man in Mill Valley, right, can, can find a job in Mill Valley. I mean, you look at this 101 corridor that I'm talking about, you know, depending on which stat you want to look at, let's just say there's roughly a 20% office vacancy rate uh, on that corridor. And the right. further south you go, actually, the lower the vacancy and the further north you go, it's a little bit higher. Um, so what we're talking about is let's fill up those offices and let's hire local people to work at these companies that are taking over those those offices. And I just don't believe there are any negative externalities that come with that. And I'll just give you an example. Right. Like, you know, we claim to care so much about the environment here in the community. Well, then why are we forcing that woman in Santa Rosa to commute down to San Francisco for the job that's good for her family and good for her career? Why can't we give her a great job in Santa Rosa? That's good for her quality of life and her family's quality of life. It's good for the community. That local job is going to get another local job. Uh, and that's good for the planet. Right. Um, maybe we care about traffic. Well, let's take her car off that 101. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, you, you know that's, that's good for congestion. It's not bad for it. So this isn't about let's bring these big companies in and create all these jobs and have people from outside the community have to commute in to get those jobs. No, this is about creating jobs for the people who live in this community because great communities – you know, need to have great companies as a piece of their core. And I just feel like we've forgotten that as a community and aren't prioritizing that as a community. And that is kind of the movement I talk about. I talk about MSIV, you know, being a movement and people kind of laugh at me and they, they, you know, maybe don't think I'm serious. And they meet me three or four times and they meet the people who are, you know, boosting this effort and they do realize that that I am serious and that it is a movement, but that is how we look at it is, you know, this is a movement to create the next generation, you know, of the North Bay economy. And, you know, I also just want to say, I mean, given the challenges we've had over the past five to seven years with drought, you know, with fires, with a pandemic, but, you know, speaking specifically here to Sonoma County, you know, a Sonoma County economy entirely reliant on wine, tourism and agribusiness. Right. We've seen how dangerous that is. Mm. We need to diversify this economy. And that is also what we are advocating for, is making sure that there can be... Uh, we don't want to move away from those things. We don't want to change the character. That is who we are as a community, and that's what we want to stay. But we want to diversify and have these other types of jobs go along with it um, that a lot of young people want. Um, so that you know, a graduate from a Santa Rosa high school 
you know, can go to college and, you know, and ultimately come back to this community and have a job for them waiting here. That is our vision, ultimately. Right, right. You mentioned uh, some of those startups that expanded so significantly that upon exiting, they ended up moving out yeah. of Petalumera. What, In your experience, what are some of the reasons why they do that? Is it cost of labor or they can't find enough uh, labor for that? Yeah, I think there's ultimately um, lots, there can be lots of competitive challenges with, with scaling any business. And I don't want to over-index and say that these challenges are unique to the North Bay. I think these challenges are, are kind of, let's call it germane to building a business in California in 2024. So, you know, I, I don't think in the state of California, you're going to see startups anymore scale from zero to 500 employees and hire everyone here. Mm, sure. um, I just think those days are, are gone. Um, um, but I don't believe that um, the office is going away entirely and that um, being having a business rooted in the community is not desirable for both that business and the community. So ultimately, when you think about it, California is an expensive place to do business. And, you know, the cost for talent here is, is very expensive. So we actually we don't fight against that. We encourage local companies to augment their labor force sure. with talent in other locations that make sense for them. Um, but at the same time, we're encouraging them to make sure they they build their physical presence here and have a, uh, have a, a physical presence. So the way I'd frame that is, you know, when these companies scale from zero to 500, we're not saying you have to hire every employee in Santa Rosa because that's, to your point, really difficult to do and you're limiting yourself to a talent pool, et cetera, et cetera. What we're saying is when you go from zero to 500, you know, we want to see you have your HQ in Santa Rosa with 50, right? Sure. Um, that is what's realistic in 2024 in the age of hybrid remote work. Um, and that is also what is cost effective for these businesses um, to be, you know, distributed in nature to a degree. But what we are absolutely railing against is this idea that businesses should be based nowhere. Um, and whereas I would argue pre-pandemic, what we were doing with MSIV is when we were trying to get founders to build businesses here, we were competing against them putting their businesses in San Francisco or Oakland and commuting. We're now competing with them putting their businesses nowhere. So it's a very different right, right. thing that's grown up here. Um, and the bet we're making is that the 90-minute commute is going away. But our bet is that if you take an individual and you could offer that individual two jobs, right? One is working from home you know, at a global company based nowhere. Or you could offer that individual, right? Same job prospect, same salary, right? Same job. 10 minutes in person in their community with people they know, you know, we're social animals. My argument is that 90% of people would rather have that ladder. Totally. Um, so that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to be that support structure for fledgling local enterprises to say, not only can you build startups, but you can build them here. Right. Um, and you should build them here. And as a community, if we care about our community, if we care about downtown Petaluma, downtown Santa Rosa, downtown Sebastopol being vibrant, like, we should want to have these startup companies building in those places. If the office goes away, what does that do for local restaurants, local retail? It's all intertwined, but n not enough people, I would argue, are just talking about the, the company piece. And that's kind of where, we're, where we saw a void and why we're building here. Right, right. Uh, that kind of, like, rings true to home. Because when COVID hit is when I, I built this, when I, when I started this company, and everyone was saying, oh, real estate's going to be completely virtual from now on. And I'm like... No way. Real estate's a face-to-face -face business. You you have to continue, and that's and then that's why we were able to get this spot at that time because yeah, sure. everyone's going away. I mean, have you have has there been any pushback from people saying no? We we want to be virtual. I mean, it would seem like all the magic happens face-to-face, -face, right? No matter what industry you're in, in terms of like it, it just seems like bouncing ideas back and forth and and having conver really good conversations. Yeah. And, and that's where like the magic happens, right? I, I would say right now. Everyone has their own view and everyone has their own preference on work style. Look, I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old at home. Uh -huh. Working from home for me is not particularly exciting, right? Right. Um, if you have um, a different home situation, uh, maybe you're thrilled with that situation. So um, what the way I think about it is it's not our job to try to convince someone to do something they don't want to do. It's not our job to convince a business to make business decisions that aren't the best for their business, mm -hmm. right? So if a business says, yeah, we're gonna be, never have an office, we're gonna be 100 people all remote, 
I'm not going to sit here and spend three hours trying to convince you to open an office in downtown Petaluma. Sure. What we want to do is find people who say, man, I've been working remote for three years. Right. And this this is challenging. And we do need some physical presence. Then we say, great. You know, we're, we're here. Our community's here to support that. So it's less about the evangelism uh, of trying to convince people and more about helping the folks who come to these conclusions on their own because – um, yeah, the, the convincing can, can take a long time and, and isn't always successful. Right, right. But I'm sure that, I mean, when you potentially give those people opportunities, the response has been like, oh, yes, I want that. Like, it, it, it doesn't yes. take a whole lot of I think when people way. understand we exist, so mm-hmm. let me just actually take a step back and much more tactically explain, well, what is Marin Sonoma Impact Ventures and what are we doing? Um, we're really doing two things, right? One is we are building a local startup community. Um, And we view that as a public good, meaning we're kind of giving that away. Um, Our company is not in the, you know, selling services to startup space. We just want to help local startup companies. So we built what was called the North Bay Founder Network. Um, This is a collection of active founder CEOs of young startup companies, all based in the North Bay. And that's everything from I'm a weekend tinkering in my garage to... I've raised $50 million in financing and kind of everything in between. And we're providing community for them. So just two days ago, we held a founder-only happy hour down in Mill Valley. um, And we had 50 local founders turn out in the rain. And when I saw the weather, I said, well, this is going to be a Mill Valley crowd. No one's going to drive down from Sebastopol and Santa Rosa today. And we had probably almost a dozen folks coming down from Sonoma County for that event. We intentionally, right, uh, hold our events in different places. So we'll be in Petaluma, Santa Rosa, Mill Valley, Nevada, San Rafael. So um, to to try to share the love, so to speak. Um, So that's the community aspect of what we're doing. So we have this North Bay Founder Network. There's now 167 founder CEOs locally that are part of that. Um, We have an executive network, which is 25 local retired CEOs, former founders, other senior folks in business that are saying, I live in this North Bay community. I want to help local startups. How do I give back and help mentor that next generation? Uh, And we convene. So every year we put on what's called North Bay Next, which is um, the first ever North Bay startup conference. We've held it in 22. We held it uh, in 23 at Sonoma State. We'll be at the College of Marin in Novato this year on May 1st, uh, holding our third rendition of North Bay Next. Last year, we put 30-plus speakers up there. None of them are imported, right? They are all live in this community. We don't bring startup folks up from San Francisco (laughs) or anything like that. So that community is just all about neighbors helping neighbors. And, yeah, it's kind of cheesy a little bit, but that really is what this is about is, you know, in your backyard, there are people that could help you as an entrepreneur. And we tend to know each other in the North Bay through our kids or through, you know, mountain biking, right, or our, our, our some sort of extracurricular pursuit, right. we don't lead with, hey, what do you do? Right. Which is a good thing. That's why I love living here. But, you know, I think if Silicon Valley is on a zero to 100 scale at 100 in terms of maybe how over-indexed that is for networking, sure, sure. and we're at like a zero, I kind of want to bring us to a 17, right, uh-huh. <laughs> where we can stay true to who we are as a North Bay community, which is I think we're more collaborative um, than south of the bridge. I think we don't take ourselves necessarily as seriously, right. um, but we're still damn serious about building, you know, globally important enterprises here. So that's what we're trying to do is build not Silicon Valley North, but we want to build a startup community that's in line with who we are as an overall North Bay community. So that's the community side of our business. Um, and then the way we make money as a business is a venture capital fund. Mm-hmm. So uh, MSIV Fund One is the first ever regional venture capital fund in the history of Marin and Sonoma County. Uh, I'm the first person ever in this community that has a pot of money and a fiduciary obligation to deploy that capital into this region's most promising startup companies. Mm-hmm. We've never had that exist here in the community before. So we raised almost all that capital from the community. So we have 62 unique investors, 92% of whom live in Sonoma Marin wow. County. Uh, and yeah, that that is a, a $6.6 million investment fund. And that fund is you know mainly writing $350,000 seed stage investment checks 
into local startup companies that we believe have the potential to be that next great North Bay company. So that's kind of the our, our business in a nutshell is a community and a venture fund, um, and they do go hand in hand because bringing capital to bear is, is super important. Sure, sure. Is there like is there a certain sector um, that you prefer that you look for, prefer to be in, or that that you've found success in so far? That that's way? a great question. So from a community standpoint, we are very intentionally sector agnostic. Um, and if you look at you know what types of startups are being built here in the North Bay. The answer is everything. And the reason it's everything is actually quite simple, right? It's no one moves to Sebastopol, Petaluma, Novato because that's the perfect place to build XYZ business, right? Mm-hmm. They move here because they want to live here. <laughs> this is such a desirable place to live. And they bring to bear whatever, 10, 15, 20, 25 years of professional history that uniquely qualifies them to build a business in you know, energy or to build it in you know, consumer packaged goods, right, or healthcare or software. Um, so you see every type of business here. So if I mentioned those 167 founders that are not part of our North Bay Founder Network. They represent a wide swath of businesses. Um, when you look at the investment fund piece of our business, um, you know, I would say the, the sectors we've invested in, um, it's been more compressed, and that's just because um, the math in venture capital is is – unforgiving. <laughs> so, um, you know, not to get too detailed on that, but it's, um, you know, it, it's a it's a really important in that asset class to, to make sure you have some some outsized returns in your investments. So if you look at a company and it's a two or a three or a four X investment opportunity, um, whereas that's a great investment for a you know, normal investor, when you look at a venture capital fund structure, um, it, it really uh, is challenging. So we look for a uh, 20x opportunity okay. um, uh, when we look at investments. So we need to believe two things to make an investment. One is that, you know, again, we can 20x our, our money, and that's not easy to do mm-hmm. uh, over the 10-year life of our fund. And the second thing we look for, given that we are a local economic development focus impact investment fund, um, is, you know, can this company come to create 25 uh, or more high-quality jobs here in this community over the lifetime of our investment? And when we believe companies fit those two criteria, we move forward with an investment. Um, and those investments, yeah, have represented you know very different um, sectors, but uh, at least to date, all eight of those have been in some form of business-to-business technology companies. Okay. Have you noticed since the beginning of the pandemic, we had such a drive north of housing where uh, we had numerous individuals moving north from Silicon Valley, Bay Area, yeah. north into Marin, Sonoma. Have you seen an uptick in startups in this region due to people moving north that uh, previously lived in the Bay and now are living in these areas? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you look at who has come north post-pandemic, um, there is so much new intellectual capital that has come north because they want to embed themselves in this community. And that is why I would argue this is a once in a generation opportunity for us as a North Bay community to capitalize on this Mm -hmm. by investing in this local startup community. Because going back to where we started this conversation, you know, well, why are we so focused on startups? Because again, we are adjacent to Silicon Valley. This is the lowest hanging fruit we have as a community to kickstart that job creation renaissance we're talking about here. Um, So, but what's interesting is that I think where people sometimes misunderstand what's happening up here is they say, oh, post-COVID, uh, there's now this opportunity. If you look last decade, it's really when this started to change, in my opinion, because what happened in the 2010 decade was that San Francisco replaced Palo Alto, right, as the hub for Silicon Valley, right? Um, and what that meant was that for the first time really ever, Petaluma South became commutable to Silicon Valley. You were never going to commute from Petaluma to Mountain View every day. I mean, right. I'm sure we know people that have done that, um, and none of them would probably wish that on, on their worst enemy. But when Silicon Valley came to San Francisco, all of a sudden, folks who wanted to move out of the city right, could move up here and start families up here and still be in and around technology. And I'm a microcosm of that, right? I, I moved up to the North Bay um, in 2016, uh, a year after starting my job at Glassdoor in 2015, and I looked at who, I was 34, 35 when I moved up here, and I looked at who um, uh, the other folks moving up here were, you know, young families, um, 
and pretty much everyone I met like would be working in and around startup companies. So that's where this kind of all got started in my head was like, this is going to be that next generation of, um, of, of startup founders and who is putting together infrastructure for them and encouraging them to build locally. Uh, that was again, one of the, the inspirations I have. It started anecdotally, right, before right. I looked at the data. But the other thing is that the data last decade is incredible, right? There were 11 companies in the 2010 decade across Sonoma Marin County um, that were less than 10 years old, which is the typical length of a venture capital fund, that exited for $100 million or more. And, you know, when I discovered that, that's when I, I couldn't believe it when I looked at that because I said, why don't I know every single one of these companies, right? And, I mean, Ultragenics, right, a biotech company out of Novato IPO'd. Uh, Glassdoor, as I mentioned right. earlier, but, but you had two med device companies up in Santa Rosa, Claret Medical and Millipede, both sold out to Boston Scientific. Huh. You had two uh, solar companies, right, Zep Solar out of San Rafael, Inphase Energy right, right here in right. Petaluma. Um, you had two fintech companies, Claremill and M Foundry, in the mobile payment space, both with very successful exits. You had Crave Beef Jerky out in the Sonoma Valley, right? Sold right. out to Hershey's. You had two telecom companies here in Petaluma because in the 90s, right, Petaluma was Telecom Valley. This was the hub for right. telecom startups in the entire country. And there was this myth that that has all just gone away mm -hmm. and that there's no vestiges of that left, yet... Last decade, there was a company called Cyan in the software-defined networking space, a company called Technovus, a chip maker that sold out to Broadcom. Um, so you have all of these innovative companies operating here. And my guess is, if you were like me, you probably haven't heard of you know 75% of the companies I just mentioned. So part of what we're trying to change is just an awareness problem here. Like We don't even know what's happening in our own backyard because right. before MSIV came along, I don't think we were telling the story properly and we weren't necessarily putting together the pieces. So that's what we've tried to do is we've done this original research and said, actually, you might think, you know, there's no startups up here, but there actually are. Right, right. <laughs> um, and hey, you know, these 167 startup founders, you may actually think that you're the only one trying to build your company in San Rafael, but I know 20 of them right next door and I want to introduce you to them. So that's what's been so cool about this whole thing is with the conference, we put on a fall party every year, we do a day of service every August. Um, when people come out and meet people who are their neighbors in their community who are speaking their language professionally, their face just lights up, kind of like mine is right now. Right. And they're just like, this is amazing. Right. So, um, so much of the value we're providing has nothing to do with our business. Uh -huh. It just has to do with introducing great people to other great people in the community, and then all these things are coming from that. Right, right. That's that's super interesting. Uh, uh, maybe as you'll remember that, you know, uh, that's the same thing I've seen in housing is that uh, the trend coming up here to Sonoma County uh, was exacerbated by COVID. It, it wasn't started, right. right? It started about 10 years ago. And, and when we saw it happening was, I can't remember exactly when the metric, but it was like, there were for for every like six or eight jobs created in San Francisco, there was there was like one housing unit, and that's and this was like 2012 something like that, and that's wow. really when that trend started coming up here. So it's pretty much like what you're saying as well is like the same thing. Like you know that's when that trend started. It was you know well that's the data supporting the yeah that's what we see in housing what too. I, what I've been seeing anecdotally, well. and that's I love that when obviously the data is matching what you yeah. think's happening. <laughs> yeah, when you said that light, light bulb went on, I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what yeah. we saw as well. So, and I don't, so. yeah, and I, I didn't know that about the, the housing. So you're saying Sonoma County, that boom really started in 2012. And, yeah, I yeah. don't, don't like hold me to this, yeah. but it was like 2012, 2014. Yeah. At that point, uh, yeah, there was the tech boom in right. San Francisco where there was like like six six to eight jobs created for every housing unit. Right. And then all of a sudden more and more people were coming up here, right? And, and willing to make that commute from Petaluma to San Francisco. Yeah. So we started seeing that and that's really kind of what's driven our housing market, uh, you know, a portion of our housing market over the last like 12 plus years that way. So like, yeah, yeah exactly what you said. And that makes sense. It's kind of cool that like mm -hmm. now we have this kind of new culture of coming up here and we're seeing the the benefits of, 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 of you know, different, different people thinking different. Yeah. So, so not just the agricultural, not just the tourism, but, but like the, the, uh, the business startups. So I think that's and, really yeah, cool. And it's, but what you're saying is, is spot on. Like, I think it's, it's building on the richness of the past. Mm -hmm. It's not pretending that we don't have this, you know, incredible background. It's why I come back to this idea of like, you know, why is Sonoma County not the hub for ag tech in the right. country? Right. Right. I mean, we have the intellectual firepower, we have the ag background, yet there's a heck of a lot more ag tech innovation happening in 
uh, Silicon Valley and in the Central Valley than there is in Sonoma County. Right. Um, so how do we change that? And I think there's some local organizations like Sonoma County Wine Growers that have been doing some interesting things around the farm of the future, trying to you know start a conversation around that. And we want to play a role, obviously, um, in that. So yeah, it's not let's shift away from these right. things and, and entirely go to these things. It's not let's let's have it all complement each other, right? Because you know it, we. <laughs> We, we need to be investing in this local economy. Right. And I come back to that idea that how do we raise the awareness of this issue here in the community? Because if you say, what are the, you know, five or ten biggest things plaguing Sonoma County right now or even Marin County? You know, I just, I don't hear people saying job creation mm-hmm. <laughs> and economic totally. development. Right. I have people saying, what are you talking about? Like, we, we're doing great. And it's like, well, yeah, let's juxtapose our unemployment rate, which is very low which measures the number of people that live here, do they have jobs, juxtapose that with um, the job creation metrics. Right, right. <laughs> a lot of those jobs that they have are not in the community. Right. Um, and that that creates problem around people having to commute out, right, for yeah. work and other people commuting in. Um, I mean, this is the big challenge in Marin County where you have all these, you know, all this intellectual capital, all these affluent folks um, doing jobs that they don't have necessarily in the county, so they're commuting out, and the only jobs that we're doing a good job of creating in Marin County are, you know, have been more service-type jobs where right. the individuals performing those jobs because of the housing crisis can't afford to live here, so they're commuting in. So, yeah, we need to solve that in, in two ways, right? One is we need to figure out the housing piece, which is not sure, sure. what we think we can fix. Right, right, <laughs> we, right. we want to be an advocate, but that's we need to come together with all stakeholders in the community to fix that. But the second piece we can fix is the job creation piece. It's create more jobs for the people that live in the community. And the future of jobs as we see it, as I said, is hyper-localized. So mm-hmm. we are not saying as MSIV, we want X location in the North Bay to be the hub for startups, right? And we want everyone to come here. Instead, we're saying, you want to build Isaiah in Sebastopol? How do I help you do that? Right. Someone over here wants to build in Tiburon? How do I help you do that in Tiburon? You want to build in Healdsburg? Great. We'll help you do that. Right. So by kind of being nowhere, we're kind of able to be everywhere, if that makes sense, because we want every community, every community should have its own, you know, social working, co-working space that is a hub, right? Um, that I think that's the future that we want to see. Sure, sure. Um, and it's a good future for our downtowns and, and for our planet. So who wouldn't want that? <laughs> right, right. You know, it's a, uh, we have that conversation quite a bit, actually. Uh, so uh, every community has, like, a different set of issues and problems, but is there, is there like, one or two problems that like really you like be, you know wake up every day and you're like ah oh, like is what is there a, a bottleneck or what what are like the a couple of issues that you just really face on a day to day basis that that kind of makes your job difficult that way? Yeah, I mean, I think if you were to talk, you know, to any leader in the North Bay and you say what are the two biggest kind of intractable problems, I think there's consensus that that's housing and transportation. Sure. And then I would say, you know equality and inequality is, is probably right up there with those issues. Um, I think we're well aware of what those issues are, which is kind of the first step of addressing the problem. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Chime in if you think there's there's debate on that. Uh, but I think finding solutions to those issues uh, has been challenging. I mean, I, I think you, know, you take something like the smart train, um, you know, we need to figure out how to make that work. And I think right. it's only going to work if we can, you know, supplement the smart train with housing and companies on that smart train corridor. Exactly. That's such an important piece of right, right. of making that work. Right. Um, so I think there's a lot of leaders in this community doing incredible work on aspects of it. And I just get excited when the community can come together and say, you know, we're, we're doing this. And obviously, again, the housing thing, um, the state's now gotten involved. Um, and you could argue some, some good that's come from that, you know, and, and some bad. But I think I think we're seeing change. We're I mean, starting to. We, yeah, we're, we're starting, starting to. to. It, yeah. it feels yeah. that way. Um, and again, I've only been in this community for eight years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, that's my biggest uh, weakness and my biggest strength, right? Mm-hmm. I think the weakness is I don't necessarily have 30, 40, 50 years of history here. So I need to to really educate myself on that and talk to leaders who've been here a lot longer than I have so I understand why we are where we are. Right. But the strength of that is you can come here and ask questions and say, why is something this way? Right. And yeah. have everyone give you the conventional wisdom and just be able to say, I don't, I don't think that's right. Yeah. And this, this is what happened to me when I started asking this question when I got here. I said, why are there not more startups here and why is there no startup community here? And I heard all of these, you know, oh, well, 
these are the suburbs, right? They're all in the city. I'm like, well, Walnut Creek, Pleasanton, Dublin, Mountain View, San Mateo, all those are Bay Area suburbs, and they have much more vibrant, you know, business clusters, startup ecosystems than we necessarily had up here in the North Bay. So I don't buy that argument. Or, you know, that the people don't want startups here. People don't want companies up here. I mean, every person I talk to wants more local jobs, wants a cleaner planet, wants, you know, people in this community who need economic mobility, who are trying to, you know, work their butts off to get ahead in life, to have that opportunity. So I just, I I like to reject a lot of that conventional wisdom and just take a zero-based approach and say, where are we as a community? Where can we go? And that's why MSIB was founded. There was a lot of people that said, that's a stupid idea. (laughs) Right, right, right. Or why do we need this or whatever. And I just didn't agree based on my own assessment of the situation and talking to leaders in the community who who went out of their way to make sure MSIV was successful. And that's what's been so amazing to me as a you know newer arrival, um, getting the support from folks who've been here three, four, five generations mm-hmm. and having them saying, yes, we need this. And for them to get involved uh, has just been so heartening and amazing. And we're only we're now starting on our fifth year. We're only here because literally dozens of leaders in this community have gone out of their way to make sure we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really cool. And I'm just really fortunate to have amazing people surrounding this. I think that's what's so important, though, is you have that that knowledge and expertise from those people who grew in the community for five, six decades, but then also the outside view. Because without that, you can't, you need that outside view while also that the historic knowledge in order to proceed right yeah i i think so and i, I think and i again i've had people say that to me i've had a few a few supporters say yeah this no one who's from here ever would have founded this mm-hmm. because right, right, right. it would just be like why would we do that right sure. kind of um and I, I come back to my i have a i have a master's in public policy mm-hmm. um and you know again i spent those three and a half years at cisco like doing kind of global government and economic development work so i think it took that mindset as a fresh arrival to the community saying, how do I put my mark on this community and make it better to say, wait a second, we have all the elements here to have a robust startup community right. and there's nobody putting together the pieces. Why? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and like any good startup, that's the kernel of a, sure. of an idea. And then that's where we got started. Is there, uh, this is kind of vague, but is there anything that you, you mentioned? There's, there's two factors that you, you need a 20 X investment sure. and also you like to see 25 local jobs. Is yep. there anything beyond that? Again, very vague that you look for in a startup that you can see it, it has potential to be successful. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a, it's a conviction business, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is how do you develop conviction? Um, and ultimately at the stage we're investing in, it's a bet on the founder and it's a bet on um, it's a bet on people. Um, and, and that's, we take a very people centric view to, to it. I, I, if you look at kind of our website and list our portfolio companies, you know, you go to most venture capital websites and they just have the logos of the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the logos of the companies and the pictures of the CEOs mm-hmm. <laughs> and the names of the CEOs. Right. Um, because as much as we're backing a company, we're come back to, we're, we're backing neighbors. Like I want you to know who this CEO is, not as some, you know, faceless leader of some esoteric company. Right. Um, but this person, right, right, right. Um, is a Mill Valley dad uh-huh. <laughs> and has three kids and coaches lacrosse on the weekends, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of, um, it's what a community fund, I think, should be doing and can do that, that other funds aren't. But, you know, the important thing for us, um, and we say this to all the startup founders we're working with, um, it's just not to be transactional. Because, again, that goes... That's the antithesis of the community we're trying to build here. So, you know, for us, you know, we're going to interact with literally hundreds of startup companies who have dreams of building that next great North Bay company. And the intent out of our first fund is, is to back, you know, somewhere around 15 of them. You know, so it's 90% plus of the local startups here aren't going to get funded by us. Right, um, right. But that's okay. And that's just how these that's how the, a venture capital fund works. So what we're trying to do is, you know, again, like other funds, we'll meet with 30 companies, say no to 29 of them, but it's not have a nice life. It's we still want you to engage as part of this community because even though we're not funding you, maybe we know a different investor who's a better fit to fund you or maybe there's someone in our network who can, you know, coach you, mentor you, help introduce you to new customers to get to the point where a year later you come back and we do think you're ready for 
for funding. So we we try um, we, we we try to kind of have a, a whole a whole piece, and that's why like we're a two person team. Our VP of Community, Elizabeth Murphy, is running the community aspect of what we're doing. I'm running the fund aspect of what we're doing. So we, we try to keep it like church and state a little bit uh-huh. because and obviously yeah there's there's crossover but um, we just yeah we we don't want people to look at MSIV and say oh there's my money and if I can't get money out of them I don't want to interact with them right we want people first to see us as a community mm-hmm. um, and the capital piece again is is how we monetize how we make make money and ultimately how we kickstart a North Bay startup flywheel effect um, but it's important that you know I think people view us as a as a movement and a community first and a fund second rather than um, just as, as some other fund. Right. There's plenty of funds out there. Um, what what we need here in the community is an org that can, you know, kickstart that job creation renaissance and, and really try to be a resource to everybody involved. Very. Uh, how, how, how do people find you? How do you find the startups? Like, is, is uh, you know, I mean, is it networking? Or are you just, you have your ears out there? You're looking at uh, economic development? I mean, exactly, like, how do you? Yeah, I mean, um, when we got started, it was 100% outbound from me. <laughs> you know, hey, I noticed you're building a Petaluma-based startup company. I'm trying to help local startups. I don't have any money. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to get coffee? Uh-huh. And a lot of people said yes. Um, it goes back to kind of the the roots of this community and how people are thirsty, right, to be engaged as part of a, a, right. a community bigger than them. Um if you look now that we're entering our fifth year, um, our brand presence has grown pretty considerably to the point where we are getting a lot of uh, inbounds now, which is fantastic. Um, I still do a lot of outbounds, right? Mm-hmm. If there is a startup that comes on my radar um, that we don't know and we don't have a relationship with, we want to reach out and build a relationship with and know that you're here. Um, uh, but as you might imagine, it's warm introductions, right? Mm-hmm. Between our investors, our executive network, our founder network, what I call just friends of the fund, there's literally hundreds of people now in this community that kind of serve as our scouts. Right, right. So the dream for us is when your neighbor puts her head over the backyard fence and says, hey, Sean, I'm, I'm a week into launching a startup you know, uh-huh. here in Petaluma. <laughs> I want the first words out of your mouth to be, oh, you got to go talk to MSIV. Right. Very cool. That's that's how we know we've arrived, and I think we're we're getting closer to that, but right. we still have a long way to go. Right. <laughs> so you've been in f- five years now. Yeah, we're just starting our fifth year, so we've done four years. So tell so kind of like on that note, like in ten years, where do you want uh, uh, MSIV to yeah. like be within the community, and where do you want like the startup community to be like in the North Bay? Can you just like, and, and it's cool, dude. We dream big here, so like just like yeah, tell us your vision that way of like what. No, what, what I, that's like. I love that question because that's so, what we're all about is painting that vision. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, you wake up, you know, ten years in. Um, the whole idea is that no one's asking this question anymore. Of wait, what? There's startups up here. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? There's a local venture fund. Wait, what? There's you know dozens of people that have been there, done that, that want to give me advice in the community for free. Um, it should just be known. Like, this is who we are as a North Bay community. We're serious about building the next generation of businesses here in the community. Um, and we want people to come out and and help that. And that's what we need to, to figure out is, you know, we've been shouting at the hilltops about this, you know, for four years. And, you know, you probably pulled 99 out of 100 people up in the North Bay. Have you heard of MSIV? And I'm sure <laughs> most right. people say no. So that's why th- these platforms are so important for us. Um you know, everything just takes time. Mm-hmm. And I think our, our our thinking is sound on this. Um, I mean, it sounds disingenuous to say we're genuine about what we're doing. But uh, right, we're right, genuine right. about what we're no, doing. Like we That wanna, comes across. I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah. we, we want to just help everybody. And I think, you know, when everyone realizes that's what we're here to do, we're here to help people. Um, and we're here to build a robust community. Like, you know, I think there's no limit to where we can go. And to me... You know, it's, it's less about where's MSIV and it's much more about where is the community because it's the same thing, right? right if the right. community is further along, then you will. We're going to be fine, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because ultimately, from our investment fund standpoint, we're just the middleman, right? right. We're, we're the ones that are investing in the entrepreneurs that they're really the, the job creators. We're giving them infrastructure and air cover. So if the startup community is healthy and we had a role to play with that, I mean, there's going to be plenty of investment opportunities to the point where, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. If there's four other funds right. <laughs> just focused on this community 10 years from now competing with us, we've really arrived, right? And this right. community's arrived and people are noticing, oh, yeah, that's 
the North Bay startup community, distinct from Silicon Valley, but next to Silicon Valley. And yeah, there's some amazing, globally prominent, changing companies that were born there. And it's such a cool place to build a community. And it's kind of what Boulder's been very successful at doing, um, you know, building a brand for themselves um, as a, a startup community. You know, and there's a lot of similarities to the North Bay and, and Boulder, mm-hmm. which we don't need to go deep on. But, um, you know, Techstars is a well-known incubator born there. And um, they've, you know, one of the founders there, Brad Feld, wrote this book called Startup Communities, which when I got started here was one of the Bibles for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was literally a book on how to build really? a startup community. Mm-hmm. And they've been at it 30 years. And, um, you know, so the the idea isn't necessarily original. It's actually quite borrowed. Um just no one's ever to tried to build it here. And what I've discovered in not just reading that book, but talking to counterparts in other parts of the country, is that there's no one way to do this. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be done in a way that works for that community. community. Sure. Um, yeah. So we're doing this the North Bay way. That's all I got. Uh-huh. Um, and if we try to do it a different way, it's not going to work. Um, so we're, 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 we need to stay true to that. We can't just say, yeah, this worked here. It's going to work in the North Bay. It's, um, it's, so it's why we've spent time just building relationships with other institutions um, and and just trying to make this a collaborative thing. Um, if we're all collaborating, we're fine. The other thing I just want to really call out is we very intentionally put Marin and Sonoma together in this um, because so many past efforts have stopped at the county line. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at Marin and Sonoma County, those are two small counties. Mm-hmm. You put them together, that's 750,000 people, $50 billion of GDP, which is greater than two U.S. states, this is a formidable economic region mm-hmm. together. You put them apart, um, it's, it's, it's too small, too local. And, and you see this all the time, right? A company will be founded in Fairfax, and when they want to open their first proper facility or production facility, they go up to Petaluma. Right. There's so much interaction That's already. great. Like, yeah, I don't right. – if I was a Marin thing, that's bad. Uh-huh, <laughs> and right. if I'm a Sonoma thing, like, you know, so it's um, – you know, we're, we're all part of that one region, um, and, 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 and I think – it's important. Mm-hmm. Like we want, especially Southern Marin. There's a lot of talent, a lot of a lot of capital. If we can get Southern Marin to look north mm-hmm. instead of south of San Francisco, right? Um, and to see Santa Rosa as germane to their life in Mill Valley, um, you know, we've also won because um, trying to build a more cohesive, you know, North Bay community is super important, uh, and it's it's why we're so focused on this regional approach. Very cool. Uh, uh, yeah, again, I'm, I'm trying to stay on topic. There's there, this could go so many different ways. I feel like there's a whole other podcast on planning and, and city planning and stuff like that that I'm not going to touch. Um, is there anything else that you'd like that we haven't touched regarding uh, MSIV that you'd like to get across? I think I think we've done a you've done an amazing job. I appreciate on, that. Uh, I, I love your vision, man. Thank you. Uh, uh, I, I really do. Is there anything else that we haven't touched upon? No, that, I just want to give everyone air cover to go build here. Uh huh. Like, any doubt you have, oh, can I do this in Petaluma? Can I do this in San Rafael? Can I do this in Santa Rosa? Can I do this in Sebastopol? Like, the answer is yes, you can. Other people have done it. They've been successful. They want to help. So you are not alone. There is a startup community here. Um, And I think so many of the resources, you know, in our history have been geared towards local small business, which is amazing. Like, we are the mecca of small business here in the North Bay. Um, But we've done that and kind of neglected the startups, Mm -hmm. Right, and the startups have kind of sprung up more organically, not because of the things we're doing as a community, but um, in some ways, in spite of that. So, right. what our whole thesis is is if we can actually, you know, there's all these resources available for small businesses. If we can build a similar set of resources available for startup companies, um, and we did, I mentioned there's 11 companies last decade that exited for 100 million dollars or more that all together created hundreds, if not thousands, of jobs here in this community. Um, if we can bring this infrastructure to bear, and we had 11 without any infrastructure, how many can we have over the next decade? Right, right. 30, 40, 50? Like, that's what gets me excited to, to get up every morning and, and continue to build this community and try to help local companies because uh, the sky's the limit when you look at the intellectual capital in this community. I mean, mm. you know, I, I don't have the metrics on this, so this is me speaking just kind of anecdotally. Like, one person's smarter than the next, more impressive than the next. Um, and they all love this community. So as I think about the North Bay, we're at, already at the epicenter of, of buy local, of eat local, of donate local, right? This is the go local right. community. This is an invest local movement. Mm-hmm. And when I say invest, I mean both your intellectual capital, your mind, your time, 
and also your financial capital. Mm-hmm. But if we could get all the affluent people in the North Bay to just start investing in their own backyard and make it that much easier for local enterprises to spring up, um, I mean, that's just it's a brighter future for everyone. And it's a future where ultimately, you know, I got young kids, right? We, we're never going. We're never leaving this community. <laughs> I want them to be able to come back and have a job for them waiting, right? right. And then that would be, that's what, that's why this matters, right? Job in-house. Yeah, well, there's, no, but everyone, but you're right, but everyone says yeah. that, like, can my kids right. afford no. to live here? Exactly. And that's a huge problem, but what we neglect to ask is, let's just say they can't afford to live here, are they going to want to live here? Right, right. And if there's no jobs for them here, the answer is no. Yep. Um, so we need to also create jobs. Like, that is so important and that's what i've been yelling about for four years um is is kickstarting that job creation renaissance so that's the vision and again we're we're making a lot of progress but this is the top of the second inning so i'm just excited for all that's ahead i view msiv as kind of a 25 year arc and Mm -hmm. we're entering year five here so uh you know but there's no reason why we can't get there all the elements are here in the community we're just trying to put together the pieces very cool uh if someone wants to uh, invest with you, or, or if there's a startup out there that wants to talk to you, what's a good way of getting in touch with the you? The best way to touch, msivfund.com is our website. Um, and, you know, my email address is on there. Elizabeth's email address is on there. Right. And uh, for startups seeking capital, there's an intake form to submit your information. Um, so, yeah, we very much want to um, talk to startup companies here um, and just see, you know, how, how we're able to, to plug you into what we're building. And I'll add on to that, uh, as someone that we found you without knowing you, yep. reached out to you and was uh, shocked uh, because typically we wouldn't even expect a response. And <laughs> I, I think you responded within the hour. So for anyone that is interested in, in, in reaching out and learning more, please do. You've, you've been awesome. Thanks, Very attentive and, and responsive. Uh, it's awesome what you're doing. You've filled a gap in what we think has not been addressed. Uh, and it's really cool seeing the outside perspective that you've had, but also tying in your local experience and, and bringing that in. Well, thank you. And I just want to thank both of you for, A, for inviting me on this podcast, but just, you know, for building community because we all need to do our part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the the whole piece here. We're not going to solve all the North Bay's problems, just our one small organization. But we have a role to play with startups and capital and, and mentorship and all that. Um, you guys are doing incredible work here as well. Um so let's just give everyone in this community air cover to be leaders in the community. And that's just, maybe I'll just close with that is, um, as I said, like, I've only been here eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's amazing about this community is that you can be a new arrival and decide what your issue is, and then you want to go lead on something and actually go be successful in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, not every community is like that, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not from there, if you're not a third generation person, like, it doesn't matter how... <laughs> Well, intentioned you are, genuine you are, but the North Bay has been so uh, accepting, and you know, my wife and I, we both run hyperlocal businesses, and it's just been it's been absolutely amazing for us. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for everything that's ahead, and I just you know want to give everyone who might be listening to this air cover to whatever you're passionate about, go lead in the community because it's possible you can do it here. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's a great way to end right there. Um, Thank you very much for uh, listening to this episode. Uh, If you like this content, please hit like and subscribe. See you in the future. Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe.